Hello and welcome to Genderfuck, the sexual health and wellness podcast run by trans people and for trans people. I'm your host, Dan Griffiths. My pronouns are he, him. And I'm Oliver Ellis. My pronouns are he, him. Just to start off with a quick announcement. Um, so this is going to be the last episode of 2021. We're going to take a little break for the holidays uh, and hopefully we'll come back with lots of new ideas. Um, in, in the meantime, if anyone has any ideas or any questions, anything you'd like to hear about on the podcast, um, feel free to just send them our way. We're always happy to to hear from our listeners and see if there's anything else that we can we can bring to the table. Yeah, like our DMs and our Curious Cat are like pretty much always open. We still haven't gotten yeah. anything with Curious Cat yet. <laughs> It's a slow start. <laughs> I know. Um, and also a little like thing for me is I like at the beginning of this year and like last year, I started making like the little clay dishes and like trinkets and stuff like that that are like trans and kink related. And because I've been in Germany for the past few months, I haven't had like access to my material, so I had to stop. Um, but when I get back, I'll be back when this episode airs. So I will be putting my Etsy store up and I will link those and I'll just have like some Studio Ghibli stuff and like some kink and trans related things. Oh, very exciting. I love that like the three categories are like trans, kink and Studio Ghibli. (laughs) Yeah, that's everything that I love. (laughs) Yeah, all of your interests. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care about anything else at this point. Like I've just been watching like Studio Ghibli things while I've been like trying to write in the background <laughs> yeah yeah it's a it's a good thing to do yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah that's super exciting i'm gonna order something once you open your startup i'm very excited oh <laughs> I, I already have like a commission and i have birthday and christmas presents that i have to make first but <laughs> oh good some stuff but yeah so today's episode is all about masturbation yeah so do you want to get us yeah let's start talking about masturbation um it's a it's a fun topic to talk about i think um i think it's kind of the main point of everything that we're going to be talking about today is that it's it's totally normal and okay to masturbate um to you know pleasure yourself sexually um whether you're sexually active with other people or not um people of all ages and genders do it and everyone does it kind of for different reasons um it can have a lot of benefits like you know relaxation it can relieve stress um you can kind of explore your own body um, and obviously it also just, it feels good, you know, like giving yourself pleasure is a nice thing to do. <laughs> um, sometimes just boredom too. I mean, people just masturbate because they're bored, which is also absolutely fine. <laughs> it's, it's something to do, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's very me and my like flat last year. Yeah. Just like mostly like lockdown mm-hmm. stuff. It's like how a lot of like sex toy companies and stuff like sold so many because everyone was just like stuck inside yeah, the house. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it was a good time for it. I think entertained then yeah absolutely (laughs) and people do it at different frequencies you know like some people do it like multiple times a day some people do it maybe once a week once a month or like not at all you know it's it's totally it's totally fine no matter how often you're masturbating um there's not really like a right way to do it or or a wrong way as long as you know you're feeling good um and there's lots of different like positions and toys and um, there's just like so many different options yeah and it's also like with um kind of positions and stuff like a lot of people they usually kind of like find one way that they're just like comfortable like on the back or something and then they can get kind of like bored with that so I think like one little like top tip from like at the top of the show I guess is just to kind of like mix it up and like try I don't know like lying on your front or on your side or like changing where like what room you're in or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like, it's like with um, any kind of sex of like, you know, it's okay to kind of do the same things. It doesn't always have to be like new and exciting and different, 
but like it is always kind of nice to try new things and to kind of like find different things that work for you so you have some different options yeah definitely because you might find your new favorite thing yeah (laughs) but one of like the best things about masturbation is it's pretty goddamn safe to do (laughs) like Mm -hmm. yeah there's no other people involved you don't really have any risks of like stis or kind of unintended pregnancy or anything like that you can just kind of do it it's also pretty great for if you are someone who menstruates and you get like really bad period cramps because orgasming kind of gives you that serotonin and dopamine which can kind of like help with the pain and stuff like that Mm. i never did that personally just because like dysphoria but i've Mm. heard from a lot of people that i know that it's quite like a good thing that they like to do yeah um and then also like another like important thing to kind of note is there's been quite a big like societal shift i think towards people with vulvas masturbating and stuff like Mm. that but there's also still kind of this remaining stigma around people with penises masturbating because it's kind of seen as like i don't know like sad like person like that kind of character type of like person sat in their basement like in their parents basement like right kind of alone just jerking off because they can't get quote-unquote real sex kind of a thing but the whole point of this is that like regardless of your genitals or your gender or whatever you deserve to feel comfortable enough to like explore your own body and like pleasure yourself in like any way that you wish as long as you're not hurting people obviously yeah because like at the end of the day like these weird kind of like societal expectations and stuff they're not like people who push those things they're not going to be in that room with you like you know like yeah <laughs> yeah do what you want um obviously as long as you're not hurting people which is the important caveat with like any sex thing isn't it but you know yeah and i guess if it's just you i mean the only person that has to consent is you you know like other people don't get to control that like it's just you (laughs) yeah exactly um and also like we wanted to kind of touch on like why does masturbating like feel good like biologically speaking um like erogenous zones like kind of areas like nipples or like genitalia and stuff like that which have like quite a lot of nerve endings they have like heightened sensitivity There's the release of endorphins, which reduce pain and stress and can bring like feelings of happiness. And also dopamine and oxytocin are like hormones that lift your mood and can decrease stress. Yeah, so there's lots of good things about it. Um, Mm -hmm. There are some kind of weird myths, like people kind of think that it's not okay to masturbate when you're in a relationship. Um, There's this idea that like your partner should be providing you, you know, all of the sexual pleasure and you shouldn't need anything else. Um, but just because you want to masturbate if you're in a relationship doesn't mean that your partner isn't satisfying you. Um, yeah. it's It can be something that just sort of like relieves your tension. There's like lots of benefits to it. It doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to mean anything about your shared sex life at all. Yeah, because I quite, like I personally quite like it even though I'm in a relationship and stuff because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, when you're just tired and you kind of, you want to get off, but you don't really want to deal with like kind of the yeah. social expectations or like kind of the social aspect of it. You just kind of want to be like in your own headspace and kind of like left alone, which is like completely fine. Yeah, totally. But sometimes I'm just there mm-hmm. like, I love you, but I'm too tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And people shouldn't feel shame about that. Like it's absolutely fine. Like just because you want to masturbate, but you're not really feeling sex, it doesn't, again, doesn't reflect on you or your partner. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then also like masturbation can also have some pretty good like effects for partnered sex as well because it can lead to more frequent arousal. So that could be like kind of getting more in the mood for partnered sex and stuff because I think there's a lot of research that says that kind of like the longer you don't 
do anything sexual, it's like harder to kind of get yourself into that headspace. Mm, interesting. Um, and also regular like solo orgasms can help lower orgasmic difficulties. So if you struggle to have like an orgasm with your partner, then kind of having, like, I guess like practice, like seeing what yeah. kind of things gets you an orgasm can kind of help like lower that threshold a little bit and make it a bit easier for your body to like actually kind of get you there if that's something that you really want to have in like a partnered sexual uh situation mm-hmm. um you can also better understand your body so your likes and your dislikes by like kind of like taking the time to just kind of like touch different parts of your body touch it in different kind of ways like indirect or direct touch like da 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 um yeah. i guess there's kind of like less less pressure as well like you can kind of explore things without it i don't know like i think if you're exploring it on your own you might kind of feel less stress around touching Mm -hmm. different parts of your body or like kind of finding out what works for you if you're just like doing it on your own yeah exactly especially if it's something not even like touch related like a kind of a kink that you're interested in and you want to like explore Mm -hmm. it through like porn when you're masturbating it could be a lot less scary to kind of explore that by yourself instead of kind of getting worried or like in your head about what your partner might think about that kink or what they might think about yeah. something else. Cause you can kind of like decide, yes, I like this. And then you could go on to talk to your partner about if you wanted to try that with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but like being able to better understand this means you have, you kind of have the language and like what you need to kind of communicate to your partner, like what you want them to do in partnered sexual situations. Yeah. It's not going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's also like pretty good for people who have like different levels of desire, um, with Mm -hmm. sex, like kind of sex in concordance. Um, so like those who have like a bit of a higher, like sex drive and stuff like that, they can kind of relieve themselves through masturbation and stuff like that rather than trying to, because like, I know some people kind of feel like they're pressuring like the lower desire partner and stuff into doing things that they don't want to do just because Mm -hmm. they have needs i guess but like that can kind of help them get away not get away can help them get around that yeah yeah i guess if one partner has like a really high sex drive then masturbation could be a good way for them to like still experience that pleasure and like get what they need without pressuring a partner who maybe doesn't have as high of a sex drive yeah exactly but at the bottom line like partnered sex like masturbation and stuff like that they're completely different from each other like neither one of them would replace one another yeah Absolutely. They're, yeah, they're totally different. Um, and there's no really need to compare them. Like if your partner wants to masturbate that you don't need to compare that to the sex that you're having together. Cause it just is a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't like have a regular partner, it can kind of improve your sex life as well. Um, cause like we said before, like if you're worried about, you know, exploring something new with a partner or with a stranger, you can kind of explore it by yourself. Um, even like in like more physical ways, like if you're trying if you want to like get more into like anal sex, but you haven't really done it very much and you're worried about um, it being painful or you're worrying about a bit of a mess, you know, if you're doing it on your own, like with fingers or butt plugs or anything like that, you can kind of explore it in a stress-free environment where there's no like outside pressure and you can kind of just see what actually feels good. And if it's something that you do want to explore with a partner, um, I just think it can be really helpful with stuff like that. Yeah, I, I definitely did that because like... I was very nervous about kind of doing like sexual stuff, especially kind of like penetration stuff. So I kind of like practiced it by myself before I ever did anything with anyone else, just because it like, it definitely does feel a lot Mm -hmm. safer to do that. And I'm way more in control, especially because like I was 
fucking terrified for like my yeah. first sexual experiences because I hadn't done anything like that before. So like kind of giving myself that practice definitely kind of helped. Yeah, totally. It it like it it helps like you know, ease your mind and like get you in a headspace where you're like able to do that with a partner, but it also like physically mm-hmm. just makes things easier, you know, like practice does kind of yeah. help with that sort of thing sometimes, um, can like get you used to it more, which is, which is another, I guess, reason why masturbation can be a good thing. Um, yeah, definitely. but I think we, we have talked about how it can help partnered sex, but, um, you know, we do want to make it clear that that doesn't have to be the end goal, like putting pressure on masturbation to like get you ready for partnered sex could also make it more stressful. So like, it doesn't have to be this thing of like, oh, it's going to make your sex life better. It can just be, this is something that makes you feel good. You deserve to feel good. And it's a, it's a good thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think that's like a really, really important point to stress because I think when I was doing my research for this, like a lot of articles were just like partnered sex, partnered sex. And I was like, Sometimes I just don't want to do that. It's not mm-hmm. the end goal of like me masturbating or anything yeah. like that. Um, another like pretty common myth is that like masturbation, especially people with vulvas who use vibrators, that it can cause nerve damage or desensitization. Um, this mostly kind of comes from like if you're using particularly like quite powerful vibrators and stuff, like you can feel a bit desensitized um, after using them, but that doesn't mean that like you're never going to get that sensation back or like you're now broken or something like that. Like a lot of the time your body, like if you have any intense, it like um, if you have any intense sensation or anything like that, your body sometimes just needs like a day or two just to kind of like recuperate and like recover. And then usually people find that they're like completely fine. Like the next day or like the day after, like they use a vibrator again and they have the exact kind of like sensitivity that they did before they felt like they, they were desensitized. Yeah, a lot of these kind of myths about desensitization come from like not medical sources whatsoever. A lot of it is just kind of like fear mongering. Um, there's this term called like dead vagina syndrome where they would tell people if like, oh, if you use a vibrator, it's going to ruin them for partner sex. You won't be able to orgasm with the partner, all that, which I mean, just isn't true at all. But again, also centers this idea that like masturbation is second to partnered sex, which shouldn't really be what we tell people either yeah exactly like it's just a really harmful thing and like really yeah. scary for someone if you like told yeah. them that they think it, like what you're saying is true yeah it just kind of scares people off from masturbating um which is probably the point of whoever came up with this stuff um <laughs> but is yeah like not medically true whatsoever and just brings more stigma onto it um especially for like people with vulvas who are using vibrators or like using toys in general yeah and like another myth that's kind of related to that kind of thing of scaring people off is like kind of this one where it's like if you masturbate frequently then you'll run out of orgasms which like orgasms are not a finite resource like you can't run out of them um and like especially because solo sex can help teach you what you like and what you don't like like we said earlier which could really increase the amount of orgasms you have by yourself and with partners like because you know what you want what kind of gets your body over that threshold and like over the finish line all that kind of things um but like many of these myths about masturbation and like kind of quote-unquote non-normative sexual behaviors kind of like kink or queer sex and stuff like that kind of comes from these very like puritanical like puritan kind of beliefs around sex and kind of like that like the (sighs) It's basically kind of this idea that doing these kind of sexual behaviors is kind of seen as like a form of depravity and like Mm. 
this kind of dark or satanic force or something. It's not kind of what God wanted or something like that. But right. <laughs> I, that's a lot of problems for people when you kind of push these messages because like, especially with the whole kind of like, don't have sex until you get married, don't touch yourself until you get married, kind of don't do anything like that. That really does set people up for failure because this weird belief that someone's sexuality is just kind of magically turned on the day that they like exchange their vows or something like mm. that. Um, but they don't explore what they like beforehand. Then it's like really like a harmful, like unrealistic expectation to be putting on people. Yeah, um, sure. Especially because like fostering these beliefs that like exploring your sexuality and touching certain parts of your own body is like dirty or shameful and stuff like that. Um, whilst like expecting people to embrace like the sexual aspects of their marriage and like their relationships, it makes it like a, ho- a lot harder for people to communicate and realize their desires as well as just like have kind of sexual dysfunctions, like not being able to get aroused or not being able to orgasm. So yeah. a lot like shame just doesn't help anyone ever. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just like these, these, you know, sexual urges that are completely natural. Um, and so, you know, if you're having these and you have all the shame around it because it feels like a bad thing, but like you can't control it, it, it just, yeah, it's not a healthy way to think about it. Yeah. Um, but like a good way to kind of navigate shame with like masturbation and stuff like that is through kind of practices of things, maybe like therapeutic masturbation, which is kind of something that Emily Nagoski uh, highlights in her book, Come As You Are, which is a really, really good book. I really recommend it. There's like a whole like, um, if you get like the ebook, it comes like a resource pack that you can download or... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think like the actual book comes with... Um, like at the end or like separately or something. I don't know. I don't have the physical book yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, it has like kind of guidance. Um, and it's like pretty good for people who kind of struggle with like orgasms or if they struggle with like feeling frustrated and not being able to kind of experience masturbation or be able to experience sex in the way that they want to. Yeah. And I guess like there's a point as well that it doesn't actually have to lead to an orgasm. Like there are other ways to experience pleasure. Um, like just like with partnered sex, even in masturbation, you know, it does that doesn't have to be the end goal of it. You know, the end goal should just be to, yeah. you know, find something that makes you feel good. If you orgasm then like great, if that's what you want, fantastic. Mm-hmm. But that's putting that kind of pressure on yourself to have an orgasm or like being like, Why can't I do this? Like it doesn't really help. Because that really just does like push the brakes on any kind of like sexual responses and stuff like that because you kind of get so in your head that you can't kind of be mindful about like your body's sensations and stuff, which is kind of what this practice that Emily Nagoski kind of highlights as being like really mindful about mm-hmm. like touching your body and stuff like that. Yeah, just kind of like easing yourself into it as well. Like you don't have to rush, mm-hmm. you don't have to be like right into it. Like, you know, set yourself some time, you know, touch other parts of your body not just like your genitals you know like make it a sort of full body experience you know there's lots of different ways to to try that Mm -hmm. because you could start with like just kind of touching your skin in kind of non-erogenous areas like i don't know your legs or something i don't know yeah um and then kind of going on to like your nipples or like your genitals area and you could also kind of explore like indirect versus like direct touch and stuff like that but kind of doing it in quite like a slow and mindful way to kind of ease yourself into it, especially if you're kind of having to navigate around those feelings of shame um, that kind of society pushes because a lot of the time, like with kind of these societal messages around masturbation, it's like 
you shouldn't talk about it. Like, yeah, yeah, I know like a lot of people feel really awkward talking about masturbation and stuff like that, just because it's seen as this really private thing that you shouldn't say about it to any, anyone, but it's like, yeah, people do it. So yeah, for sure. And I guess there's not that like social aspect, like even though people I think are still hesitant to talk about sex, you do get that gossip of like, oh, who was sleeping with who? But like with masturbation, you don't really have that. So I guess it isn't really something that would come up in any way, like yeah. because people feel that shame and also because it's, it is quite a personal thing, I guess. Yeah, because it was quite fun in like my third year house because we kind of just like really openly talked about it. Like we didn't really oh, cool. Um like, I had one housemate who would just be there, like, lol, just came back from having a wank. And I was like, go off, bestie. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like nice. <laughs> having, like, little interactions like that, like, really normalize it is, like, a really great thing because it makes you feel like you're not, like, some weird alien for mm-hmm. daring to touch yourself. Like, anything like that. Like, it's a completely, as we said earlier, a completely normal thing that a lot of people do. Yeah, totally. Um, just real quick, you mentioned like direct and indirect touch. Do you want to explain that a little bit? Just if people don't know what those words mean. Yeah. So like indirect touch could kind of be like touching the clitoris over like the clitoral hood or something like that, or kind of using a toy that kind of puts something in between you or like touching Mm -hmm. over like your underwear or something like that. Like that would be kind of indirect. And then like direct could be like directly touching like the head of the clitoris or something like that or like that kind of a thing um because that's a lot stronger of a sensation and it can be quite like overwhelming for people if they're just starting off so like kind of starting slow like over the underwear and then kind of graduating to the hood and then to the head or something like that could be quite helpful yeah there's lots of ways to like ease yourself into it i guess if it's not something you're used to yeah definitely um it's also like pretty important to kind of if you're trying this out um to kind of get yourself in like a very comfortable environment because being in an environment with like a lot of distractions, like kind of being in the back of your head, like worried that someone's going to walk in on you, like it's real mm-hmm. hard to get in the mood. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Thinking about all of that. Um, so it's like a pretty good idea to try and like find like your bedroom or something when you won't be disturbed for like 30 minutes or an hour or something, depending like how long you want to go for. Um like locking the door, waiting until your housemates or your family or something are like out the house. Like, I don't know if they're all downstairs and you're upstairs and no one else is mm. upstairs with you or something like that. Cause that could kind of help ease your yeah. like, mind about that. Um, and then you can also do like, you know, like the whole kind of stereotypical, like light yourself some candles, like have some nice music, <laughs> dim the light. Yeah. Yeah. I also like to draw the blinds cause I get worried about yeah (laughs) yeah that's always a good one but yeah just like making your environment around you comfortable will make it a lot easier to not get worried about kind of i don't know people finding out i don't know yeah just i guess it is like a private thing you want it to be you don't want to be thinking about like who's around like you want your mind to be in the masturbation not in like oh is my flatmate here you know (laughs) yeah i don't think many people are like really wanting their mum to walk in on them no through jerking off or something you know like, that would not be good no yeah exactly. <laughs> it's just like one of those things where it's like give yourself some privacy get yourself comfortable yeah all of that for sure <laughs> yeah and also i mean like not all masturbation happens in this like i don't know dark room with candles and like all yeah. these really like nice sensual things you know like sometimes it is just like 
you have an urge, you want to get rid of it quick, you know, like it, it doesn't always have to be this really like sensual, comfortable thing. Um, but like, I think if it's something that you're not used to, or that you don't really, I don't know if you don't do it too often, like it's a kind of a nice little treat as well to sort of like, I don't know, let yourself really relax and like have that nice environment. Like sometimes it is just like a little quickie in the shower or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) It's nice if people are just kind of like exploring their body and stuff for like the first time to really like draw Mm -hmm. the process out and like make it like its own big thing and like real just like making it really like I don't know just like giving yourself the time to be really mindful about what you're doing very relaxed yeah Yeah, and I guess also um like if you have trouble like getting in the mood or like if you have trouble like finding those kind of spots of pleasure I think like kind of bringing in the mental aspect of it is really important because a lot of pleasure and a lot of like the orgasm is actually mental um so you know there's there's things you can do like thinking about past sexual experiences or like fantasize about things you'd like to try maybe some like kinks you'd like to you'd like to do with a partner um there's also like sexting like you can bring your partner into it like you can send nudes you can do all this stuff um there's also like porn or erotica there's lots of different things that can kind of help you get into that mood because i think a lot of people find it hard just to just to like imagine things on their own um so you could like read a sex scene and like you can kind of paint the picture in your mind you can use your imagination which can be quite a quite a sexy thing um or like you know porn is always a kind of easy way to explore that sort of whatever you're interested in in a visual way yeah um and there are sex workers that you can support like there's people who make content for like only fans just for fans like all these different things and sometimes they do like custom videos there's lots of different ways to kind of explore um you know the kinks you have in a i guess a more ethical way and like supporting sex workers who are actually putting this content out yeah definitely because it's always good to give sex workers a little money yeah you're gonna jerk off to them you know like yes absolutely (laughs) um but it can also be quite nice to kind of kind of explore masturbation stuff without these kind of extra add-ons like toys and porn and stuff like that and just kind of let your mind wander but like other times you're just like i can't be bothered to fucking think like (laughs) (laughs) i just want to like watch something that's hot and then just like get off and then yeah. move on with my day you know yeah it's really whatever works for you you know yeah exactly um it's also like really important especially if you're kind of navigating through kind of shame or any kind of weird feelings that you might have around masturbation is that like if you feel like frustrated or like fearful around like touching your body while you're doing it try and like relax into your body kind of do some mindful breathing tell yourself that like you're in a safe environment you can stop at any time that you want to like you don't have to touch yourself until you come because if you're really worried and you're not feeling it then chances are you're not going to come anyway yeah so just kind of being kind to yourself because this is a really long process sometimes for people like if they have quite a lot of like shame around masturbation mm. those can be some quite like heavy feelings that you can get with it so if it is also really difficult you can seek like a sex therapist or something who will help you kind of do i guess like a more drawn out version like a more like concrete version of like mindful masturbation or like masturbation therapy or other things like that to kind of help you go through those feelings yeah um it's also like quite important sometimes to kind of give yourself like a little bit of aftercare after you've masturbated because it's not just for partnered sex like sometimes you just want to like cozy up in your bed and have like a cup of tea and just like watch some youtube or something like 
give yourself some self-love in afterwards. I guess it's kind of like kind of leaning into that um, you know, stress relief aspect of it, you know, like if it's this thing that's giving you all these nice feelings, being able to kind of sit in that and like let it continue to happen rather than like if you just get up and go on with your day. Obviously, it still has those nice positive effects, but you know, I think it can be a good thing to kind of like let those sink in as well. Yeah. Like sometimes it's nice to just kind of like romance yourself a little bit, like make yeah. yourself feel good, you know? There's no, <laughs> like, there's no like rule book that says you can't like aftercare yourself or anything like that. yeah do whatever like makes you feel good with like masturbation Mm. if it like involves like a long drawn out session aftercare all of that like as long as it's not like interacting with your daily activities or anything like that or like Mm -hmm. yeah you know but you know do you yeah (laughs) do you exactly yeah in both ways So yeah, I think we were going to kind of go from that and talk about some some nice little tips that we have for masturbation. Um, so just to start off, one you know good thing to do is just to, to clean your hands and toys before if you're using any toys. Um, you know, so don't share toys that you've used for solo sex with partners unless you've like properly cleaned them. Uh, and you can also use toys, you can use condoms on your toys if that makes you feel more comfortable about like cleaning them and like sharing them and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think having things be clean kind of helps you not be worried about where the, you know, where the toy has been before if you know that like you've cleaned it and like you've been, you know, safe with all that stuff. And you can also use lube. Like lube is not just for partnered sex. Um, it can reduce friction and like micro tears around your genitals. Um, and it can be important as well for people who are on testosterone because the suppression of estrogen can lead to like vaginal dryness and atrophy. So some people feel um, like a bit more pain or discomfort um, in penetration, but like lube can really help with that. So don't be afraid to like, yeah, lube everything up and just make sure that you're like making yourself feel comfortable because lube is just like a cushion basically like around it and it can be quite good Mm -hmm. for if you're using like a clitoral suction toy because that kind of like moisture from lube can help it kind of like suction a bit better as well so always use your lube yeah yeah it always helps um it doesn't just have to be for penetration Mm -hmm. as well it can help with lots of different things um and then also just like speaking about toys obviously we did a whole episode about toys weeks ago Um, but there are like so many types of toys that you could try and like masturbation is like a perfect place to try them out before you use them with a partner or if you've never used them with a partner or just use them by yourself. But like, it's a perfect kind of place to try out with no kind of expectations from anyone else of like how it's going to feel. Cause like sometimes a toy just doesn't feel good and you just don't like it. So yeah, t- like testing it out yourself is a great way to do that. Um, and then also like, cause we're in December right now, like this holiday season's a pretty great time to kind of like try out some new toys. Cause like most retailers are having sales and stuff like that for Christmas. Cause like sometimes couples like to get each other like sex toys and stuff for Christmas or someone just wants to treat themselves. It can be like pretty good for kind of that, like, you know, Christmas season stress <laughs> that everyone gets, like, yeah. like, you know, like just take a minute and like let yourself relax. Yeah, for sure. This feels like a sex toy commercial now. <laughs> I honestly, like, why isn't my company hiring me to, like, talk about sex yeah. all the time? Maybe I should just become, like, a sex I think that would... Well. <laughs> yeah, oh, see, I think that would be a great job for you, actually. <laughs> I, know. I should just do that. Scream a PhD. Yeah, who needs it? <laughs> <laughs> um, another important thing to kind of, like, that you could do is kind of, like, finding things that can make you feel a bit sexy, because sometimes... 
I find like especially around like Christmas time where everything's dark all the time, like seasonal affective disorder, all of that, it's quite hard to kind of feel sexy because mm-hmm. you just feel a bit bleh yeah. like all the time. Don't know how many people relate to that, but I feel like quite a lot of people do. Yeah, considering sure. all the conversations I've been having with people. <laughs> yeah, week. it's like considering everything I've um, spoken to about with anyone in the past month. <laughs> literally, everyone's just like this sucks. I have no motivation. <laughs> um, but like something that I find quite helpful, like is kind of maybe taking nudes, kind of, kind of hyping yeah. yourself up, being like down <laughs> fucking hot, kind of thing. You could. Um, and you could kind of like wear kind of things that make you feel hot. So if you have some like leather or like faux leather harnesses or something or some lingerie that you like to wear, just like putting it on, like taking some pictures and then like you could keep them to yourselves. Or if you have some like cute people that you trust to not spread them or anything like that and like respect your privacy, could send them to some cute people with their consent, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Some people unsolicited nudes. No. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, they could kind of, like, also help you feel a bit sexy by, like, hyping you up and all of that. Yeah, it's nice to have that validation sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I guess as well, like, when you're taking nudes or masturbating at all, like, focusing on parts of your body that you like can be helpful. Um, Especially, like, you know, as trans people, there sometimes are certain parts of our body that we're not always feeling super keen on. Um, You know, I find, like, if I'm feeling dysphoric, you know, sometimes I don't really want to be mindful of certain body parts and, like, put all that you know, effort into that. Um, but if you still want like pleasure and sexual gratification, there are other ways to do that too. Um, so like there are ways to masturbate that I guess can feel more like affirming, um, or even like help people manage dysphoria. Um, and not all trans people like experience dysphoria around their genitals, but some do. Um, and I think there are some toys that can really help with that. Um, Mm -hmm. so if you have any like growth of your clit from testosterone, there are like masturbation sleeves that I think can help people, feel more like a i don't know it's more of like a jerk off motion which i think some people are into um there's also like strap-ons that have like ridges or bumps or like places for vibrators where you can like yeah kind of do that motion and provide stimulation to yourself um and i think like indirect touch even like over yeah under like over some kind of underwear or something like that can be helpful so you don't actually have to like have contact with your genitals if they're not something that you're like feeling great about um like you could even like still like you could have a packer in you could keep like boxers on or like lingerie on and just like use a vibrator on yourself to experience pleasure without having to like get all up in there it's not (laughs) if that's not what you're into (laughs) yeah another thing that people could do is um kind of like humping a pillow or something like that mm. like that's something that some people do when they're masturbating and that kind of mm. motion could be yeah. quite good especially because that's not directly touching anything mm. like with your hands that could make you feel dysphoric so yeah that could also sure. be an idea for people just like make sure your pillowcase is clean and like clean yeah. afterwards or whatever but you know yeah no there's lots of different things to do there's there's also um this thing called muffing so this is essentially like fingering the canals that like testicles have dropped from um so this is something that like i read about in this article that mentioned a zine called fucking trans woman that was all about like trans woman sexual pleasure that like seems really cool so i'm gonna check that out for sure um but yeah just like different things that can feel quite validating to people and like being fingered in different ways or like jerking off in different ways um it can actually be kind of I don't know an affirming experience if you're doing it in a way that feels good for you and like you feel comfortable with yeah the muffin thing's really interesting because before you put this in like the notes that we have for our episodes like 
I'd never heard of that. Like I never would have considered that being a thing. So like mm-hmm. whoever came up with that is very innovative. <laughs> like <laughs> very smart. Like, yeah. I would have never have known that you could have done that, which is like quite an interesting thing. Like if any listeners want to try it out, like mm-hmm. could go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'll put the link to that article in the show notes as well. But um, yeah, it's kind of cool to find different ways of of masturbating and like pleasuring yourself because I mean, there are just so many parts of your body that like have lots of nerve endings or like are really sensitive and like anything like that, if you're in the right mood can kind of, I don't know, can bring your pleasure, I guess. Mm. And also like people could kind of, if they're maybe in like a long distance relationship, people could kind of do something where they're partner is like on the webcam with them and they're like both masturbating or something like that like you can kind of use masturbation as a way of like indirectly having sex with someone as well like kind of like yeah being like oh touch yourself in like this way and like having someone being like a bit of a dom or like a bit of a self about it like there are so many ways that you could kind of navigate it to fit whatever like relationship you have or if you're just mm-hmm. going to do it by yourself like mutual masturbation can be great as well yeah and that's the thing like even though there are these kind of weird um stereotypes or like misconceptions about masturbating in a relationship some people also like are really into that like they might find it hot that their partner was masturbating or especially if they say like oh you know i was thinking about you while i was doing this you know like that can be like something to put you in the mood especially if you know yeah. I, mean, I guess if you're in a long distance relationship but even if you're not like it can still be a really nice thing for your relationship yeah especially it's like you come home and you're like hey you were thinking about me like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> maybe you'll do something like later but <laughs> yeah i guess there i mean there aren't a lot of negatives i think that is kind of the moral of the story um obviously it's not something that everyone wants to do but um you know i think sometimes it is due to the kind of shame and stigma around it but um, it can be a really a really great thing for people to, you know, feel better about themselves, explore their body, and just have fun, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because when I was, like, kind of doing research and stuff about this, I read stories from kind of people's, like, grandmas or something, like, saying something, like, I'd never experienced an orgasm or something until they went to maybe, like, one of those, you know, like, during, like, the sexual revolution and stuff, like, when people did, like, little classes with, like, a bunch of women yeah. together. They were like, I'd never experienced an orgasm or something until then. And they were like, mm-hmm. in their like 50s or something like that. Yeah. Which like everyone deserves to feel that pleasure if that's what they want. But kind of yeah. societal narratives around that can prevent people from doing that because they think it's dirty or I don't know, something that they shouldn't be doing, which absolutely is not the case. Yeah. I guess just like with anything else, um, you know, don't let other people tell you what you should or shouldn't do with your body. I mean, that, that's kind yeah. of, it go- goes into a lot of different things, but um, yeah, there's no shame in it at all. I feel like this might have been a bit of a short episode, but we hope you enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay though. So thanks everyone for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, just a reminder that we will be away until sometime in January. We haven't decided yet, but we'll let you know when we know. Um, we'll you know we'll stay active on social media and stuff. You can find us at um, at Gender FCK Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, we're happy to you know to chat through DMs if you have any suggestions or any questions. Um, so just keep up to date on that. So we hope you all have a happy holiday season and we'll be back in January. Thanks for listening.